dear friends in Christ, the author to the letter to the Hebrews in the first reading today tells us that without faith, it is impossible to please God. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. And that forms the theme of my homily today. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. And if I would add, following from the readings of today, with faith, it is possible not just to please God, but to remain pleased in God. With faith, it is not just possible to please God, but to remain pleased in God. And with a faith that is alive and active, not just the faith that is professed verbally, but the faith that is actively lived out, it is not only possible, but it is actual that we have a life in God that we are pleased with. What drives us away from God into sin is the quest to stay pleased in life. Unfortunately, outside of God, you can never find peace. You can't truly be pleased in life. Little wonder then the psalmist will say, those who choose other gods increase their sorrow. And that is true. Because outside of God, we are restless, as St. Augustine will put it. Dear children of God, what is faith? The very first sentences in the first reading today defines faith in a very unique way. That faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. Assurance of things hoped for and the conviction of things not seen. Now faith is meant to change our way of life, our approach to life, our understanding about life, and our worldview altogether. In, every, in education, every learning activity is, among other things, aimed at imparting a behavioral change in the life of the learner. If we borrow that into our faith discourse today, every realistic faith encounter should bring about a behavioral change in us. Faith is not to be understood to mean merely speak to this mountain, move from here into the waters, into the seas, and it will obey you. That is part of faith, but that is an insignificant part of faith. Faith, in its essence, is activity-based. And that is why St. James will tell us in his epistle that faith without good work is dead. That is why in the first reading today, there are figures of faith highlighted, characters of faith highlighted. These men of faith, they were not highlighted in the readings of today because of what they were able to pray out in life by their words of mouth verbal expression of faith, but by their concrete way of life. Abel will have to sacrifice the best to God out of his faith. He didn't just pray about it. Beyond praying, he acted it out. 
The same is true of Enoch. Enoch was taken alive from this world by God, not because he was always praying things into reality. That may be part of it, but more fundamentally, he lived his life as one convinced about everything he hoped for in God. As one whose assurance of things not seen kept him going because he knew that the God who has promised in whom he hoped will always come through for him. Beloved children of God, if we claim to be a people of faith, we must go beyond the mere expression of this faith verbally to living it out. And by living out our faith, I'm not saying putting on Christian uniforms, taking Christian names, avoiding one form of dressing or the other, avoiding some places or the other, avoiding some occupations or the other, avoiding some careers or the other, these may be part of it, but beyond that, that your day-to-day -day activity should be colored by the faith you profess in Christ. This is what we see in the gospel of today. Jesus at his transfiguration had a discourse, interaction with two key figures in the Old Testament era, Elijah and Moses. Moses represented the law. The one through whom God gave the Ten Commandments to the people of Israel. Their rule of life, the law, the commandments that defined Israel as a nation, as the chosen people of God. And of course, the covenant entered into with his people. And this law is meant to guide the people of Israel in keeping to the terms of the covenant. But again and again they will keep failing. And then came the prophets. Who will always remind the people of Israel the consequences of failing in keeping to the terms of the commandment they entered into with God, the pact they entered into with God as the people of God. And the price for faltering in this covenant. And the price was what, has, was what must be paid. And nobody could pay it after the yearly sacrifice of animals. The sacrifice of expiation failed. God sent his only begotten son, born of a woman, born a subject of the law, in order to redeem the subjects of the law, the person of Jesus Christ. And so Jesus came to fulfill the demands of the law. And so in faith, trusting in God the Father, who has called him and assigned him this noble role, he will have to fulfill to the latter the terms of this covenant and the consequences of this falling out of the covenant of defiling the commandments of God. And what is the consequence? The sacrifice of the cross of Calvary. And that is why in faith, why he hung on the tree of life, Jesus would say before the crucifixion actually, if it is your will, let this cup pass me by, but your will be done, not mine. I desire that this cup pass me by. But if it is your will, then my faith will urge me on to carry on with your will. As he would always say, my food is to do the will of the one who has sent me. And so he suffered the shameful death of the cross. But beyond the death of the cross came the glory of the resurrection. Faith in action. Dear children of God, we always pray for beautiful things 
and we'll have faith that God will do it. But we act out that faith. Do we live out that prayer? Many of us who pray for good jobs, beautiful thing. Do we act out that prayer? After some efforts to get gainfully employed, do we not give up so easily and end up moving from one church to another, praying and praying for good jobs? After a faith relationship one, two, three times, do we not jump from church to church praying for a good life partner? Do we have the strength? Do we have that conviction, that assurance that the next relationship can actually work out? Are we able to wait upon God? Or do we jump in and out of relationships simply because we have met one or two trials on the way? How consistent and persistent have we been in our business adventures? Do we jump from business to business, trying one after another? Because we are not patient enough to build our business over time. And we still believe as a people of faith, we continue to pray and fast, visit the Blessed Sacrament, go to different ministries, seeking God's help from different adoration centers. These are good in themselves, but when we stop at just the verbal expression of our faith through prayers, we may hardly get the desired result. We must work out our faith into reality. We must pray and also act our prayers into reality. We have been praying for a better Nigeria. We have been praying for this year's election to come out good. How many will go out to cast their votes? Our votes don't count. Yes. But as a people of faith, when we believe that God is involved and we act that faith out, our votes definitely would count because in faith, God will cast his own votes alongside our votes. And if God's vote is involved in our voting process, then it will count and the result will come out according to God's will. But God cannot be involved when we are back home in the churches and in the mosques praying and praying alone. We must go into the field to act out our prayers. If your marriage is in crisis and you have been praying for peace in that marriage, you must go beyond the mere words of prayer to act out your prayer. You must begin to take concrete actions that will bring about the manifestation of the answer to the prayer. God is not going to come down and change the heart of your spouse. It is your way of life that will change the action or the way of life of your spouse. And your way of life has to be changed by your faith. Your way of life has to be changed by your faith. You don't keep complaining and praying against your boss who does not treat you well. And you keep coming to work late. And you keep giving the boss excuse not to treat you well. You must do your part in faith that if I do all that I'm supposed to do, God will change the heart of the boss to begin to do what he or she is supposed to do as far as my working relationship with him or her is concerned. Beloved children of God, we must learn to live as people who are convinced of what they believe in. We must learn to live as people who have the assurance of things unseen can actually come to reality if we work at it. I pray for you today, dear friends in Christ, that no matter what you are going through, whatever you have been praying for, 
Firstly, God will give us the grace to live it out. That we will not just end up expressing our faith verbally, but we will express it concretely in action, like Mary did, like Jesus did, like Abraham did, like Noah did. If Noah didn't 